At Watermark Community Church, we're reading the Bible together and learning about how a bunch of smaller stories point to one big true story, the story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. Welcome to Join the Journey Junior. Hi, everyone. It's Sarah. Let's pick up where we left off. David had just defeated Goliath. So he had gone from being a lowly shepherd boy to playing his harp for King Saul to defeating the biggest and strongest Philistine soldier of the time. After David's success against Goliath, King Saul was impressed and had David stay with him in the palace. There, David quickly became the best of friends with Saul's son, Jonathan. Before long, Saul noticed that David was successful at everything he did. So Saul appointed him commander over their men of war. As the Israelite army was returning home from a successful battle, the Israelite women sang a song together to greet them. But what they were singing bothered Saul because they weren't just singing about Saul's success. They were singing about how David was even more successful. This made Saul very jealous of David. He thought about his jealousy and anger so much it made him want to get rid of David, no matter what the cost, even if it meant killing him. So Saul sent David into battle after battle, hoping he would not return. But the Lord was with David, so every battle he went into was a success. As David became more and more famous, Saul noticed the Lord giving David all this success and fame. So Saul became more and more jealous of David and more and more afraid of losing his kingly position to David. At one point, Saul even tried to kill David with a spear, but David escaped into the night. So Saul sent troops to David's house, but they were tricked by David's wife. Then Saul heard that David went to be with Samuel, so he sent people to capture David there. But every person that went there to capture David was suddenly overcome by the Holy Spirit and started prophesying, including Saul himself. So the Lord was now directly protecting David from Saul's wrath. After that, David ran and found his friend Jonathan, Saul's son. When they met up, David asked Jonathan why his father was trying so hard to kill him. But Jonathan wasn't sure how to answer because he didn't know what had just happened to David. Plus, Saul had sworn to Jonathan that he wouldn't kill David. But once David convinced Jonathan how much danger he was in, Jonathan asked what he could do to help. So David responded with a plan. The plan involved David hiding in the field during dinner the next day. It was the new moon festival, and David had always eaten dinner with Saul during the festival. So when Saul asked where David was, Jonathan was to tell him that David had gotten permission to go home for a family ceremony. Then, if Saul reacted calmly, everything was fine. But if Saul got angry, Jonathan would know that Saul was determined to kill David. Then, once Jonathan knew the truth about Saul's intentions, he would let David know through a secret message. The day after the festival, Jonathan would go into the field where David was hiding and shoot three arrows into the field, acting like he was doing target practice. Then he would send a servant out to gather the arrows, yelling instructions to the servant that were actually a secret message for David. If Jonathan told the servant that the arrows were off to the side, then David would know that there is no trouble. But if Jonathan told the servant to go farther, the arrows are still ahead of them, then that meant David was in danger and needed to leave immediately. The two concluded their plan by making vows of friendship before the Lord, confirming that they would never betray one another. 
So David hid in the field. The new moon festival began, and by the second day, Saul asked where David was. Jonathan told him that David had gone home to be with his family. And can you guess what Saul did? He yelled at Jonathan and threw a spear at him. So finally, Jonathan knew without a doubt that Saul was determined to kill David. This made Jonathan upset, so he left the dinner table refusing to eat. The next morning, as promised, Jonathan took his bow and arrows out into the field and brought a servant boy with him. He had the boy run into the field and shot his arrows high into the air so they'd fly further than where the servant boy was. Then Jonathan shouted to the servant, the arrow is still ahead of you, hurry, hurry, don't wait. So the servant boy quickly gathered the arrows and ran them back to Jonathan, completely unaware of what Jonathan had just communicated to David. Jonathan had the servant boy take his bow and arrows back into town. Then, once he was gone, David came out of the field, they reminded themselves of their oath of friendship, gave each other a big hug, and said goodbye. Now David was on the run, but we'll have to wait and see what happens to him in our next episode. Let's review today's story with a few questions. Question 1. Who did David become best friends with while he was in the palace? Question two, why did Saul become David's enemy? Question three, ask your parents why it's important to have dependable, God-honoring friends. Saul was impressed by David for a little while, but that didn't last long because eventually Saul became jealous of David and even scared that he'd lose his role as king to David. So as Saul made attempts to get rid of David, God protected David, whether it was through David's wife, God's spirit itself, or Saul's own son, Jonathan, who didn't fully understand his father's desire to kill David until Saul threw a spear at him for letting David miss their festival. But... Through it all, Jonathan honored his friendship with David and helped him escape safely. As we think about our own lives, there are a couple of things we can learn from today's story. We saw how jealousy and anger are not honoring to the Lord, and they eventually lead to someone getting hurt. We also saw how genuine friends listen to each other, seek to honor God together, and protect each other from harm. Friends are a gift from God, and that's why it's good to live in community with other believers. Because sometimes we might feel things like Saul was feeling. And when we do, we can go to our friends, confess those feelings, and know that they'll pray for us and remind us of the truth of God's love for us. Even though we've reviewed many stories together already, we still have a few left to review in this one big true story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. So join us next time as we journey through the Bible together.